Is there anything that went right in 2020? Mmm, what you say? Who said that? Oi! More here! Across the pond! I'm here to remind you that that orange guy lost the election! Well, I guess something did go right. Hi, welcome to my podcast, Shelter and Songs. My name is Matisse Lay. Call me Maddie. On this podcast, I review the music that I've been listening to ever since this unfortunate pandemic began. Today's song is Last Night of an Empire by Imogen Heap. So here's a little bit of background on Imogen Heap. Not a lot of people know about or talk about her. In fact, she's been around for more than 20 years. If you're wondering who she is, what's her claim to fame? She's the lady who's responsible for the mm, what you say me. It's from her song, Hide and Seek, which is a song off her second solo album, Speak for Yourself. But I want to tell you one thing that bothers me. It's the only song that people recognize from her and the only song that people talk about from her. Makes me a bit angry because Speak for Yourself has so many good songs too. It has The Moment I Said It, Closing In, Daylight Robbery. Those B-sides are every bit as good as Hide and Seek. Come on. Listen to another song! While Imogen Heap has a um, decently sized discography, she unfortunately isn't very prolific. Imogen Heap has only released five studio albums. Her last studio album was 2013. So basically we're going on seven and eight years without Imogen Heap releasing a new album. So imagine my delight when I checked in on her YouTube channel recently. And I saw a video. It was labeled Last Night of an Empire. I checked the description. And it said, new song. <gasps> My excitement was totally off the chart. So... What can we expect from Imogen Heap's new song? We can expect for Imogen Heap to pull from different genres. She synthesizes these myriad styles into one unique sound. This time around, it's a electropop track with a dash of alternative rock. It's a familiar blend that she's used before, but familiarity does not equal or breed contempt in this case. In fact, it's comforting that some things like Ibijit Heap's style stays constant. On every aspect of this song, Ibijit Heap is and remains on top of her game. Take, for example, her lyrics. Her lyrics are as sharp as ever. She's always had unconventional and unclear lyrics with vivid imagery. Now, her immaculate scene setting 
is still present on this track. But there's this very searing wit that is present in the lyrics this time around. And best of all, I have never heard a track that's ever addressed the pandemic directly as she does on this track. Even though Even Jin Heap is only just commenting on the pandemic, it's important she uses her platform to spread this awareness about our situation. But it's no surprise if you've been a longtime fan of her because she wrote a song called Lifeline. This song referenced the Tohoku earthquakes. Moving back to Last Night of an Empire, here's a sample of the lyrics from Last Night of an Empire. Sense of wrong, doom scroll on to less important ills. It's relevant, it's clever, it's catchy, and it's relatable. And don't tell me you don't doom scroll. Doom scrolling is when you just go on your social media feed, look at the hashtags, click on them, and just see all the terrible things that are happening in the world today. We've all been there. Anyway, this track also has a lot of zingers for a certain someone. <laughs> it's so cathartic. Why aren't we running for the hills or hunting for the kill? So who or what are we hunting for? But then I heard the lyrics, don't miss your putting buddies on the lawn. Oh! <laughs> I <laughs> figured out soon that she was smack talking the horrible orange. Also, what I like about this track is that she doesn't sacrifice her poetic flair as she directly comments on the pandemic and the presidency of a certain someone. Not only is she speaking to the ridiculousness of the situation, she's also speaking to the fact that it's totally that guy's fault. This is one of her more direct lyrics rather than her more opaque approach to writing her lyrics. I actually found out that she wrote this song in collaboration with her fans using a special app in which her fans can contact her. She's been connecting to her fans for years. I was listening to a podcast called Hanging Out with Audiophiles with Jamie Liddell. She was on there and the host, Jamie Liddell, commented on how she has such a rare and precious connection to her fans. Having that level of an intimate connection with her fans, you know, worries me sometimes because some people be crazy. But it's a beautiful thing because it shows how much her fans always inspire her as much as she inspires them. Clever lyrics aside, her soundscapes this time around are as good as ever. Ibijin Heap's soundscapes are like meticulously crafted quilts. There are all these tiny little details that if you look closer are actually quite intricate. And if you apply the same logic to her music, it's the seemingly insignificant way she manipulates every one of her sounds that make the song great. Even more impressively, she writes and produces everything virtually on her own. Imogen Heap also coaxes a warm, playful sound out of the heavy electronics. 
but she also manages to inject that little bit of darkness. Which the song starts out with just a synthesizer and her voice. It feels almost inviting, especially in how the synthesizer sounds. It flips like a computer startup sound. So already this song feels a little bit inviting. Well, Imogen Heap is good at coaxing warmth into these supposedly cold electronics. I'm here for that. She also knows how sound combinations work because this little synth works well with all the other instruments that slowly start to come in. Soon, a buzzing bass line and chimes join an increasing chorus of sounds. This little harmonious ensemble gets interrupted by the crunch of a jagged sawtooth synth and a buzzing bass line. The darkness has finally made its way into our little utopia. The machine has now grinded to a halt. It's all a lie. And this is genius because Imogen Heap is telling the story in song form about how we're trying to cope with this crazy situation because of this god-awful pandemic and we're escaping into the internet. But there's a lot of terrible things happening. And I do appreciate that she does this in a form of this dystopian sci-fi aesthetic within the sounds. Just because Imogen Heap is good at all her little instruments doesn't mean she isn't good at singing. In fact, her voice is another instrument. And I'm going to have to reference Hide and Seek again. But Hide and Seek is composed of just her voice and a bunch of her backing vocals just layered to make a choir-like sound. It was genius at the time. Hide and Seek wouldn't have sounded nearly as lovely without Imogen's sensual low notes and elegant high notes. Last Night of an Empire features her full range and they're good as ever. Now, I personally felt that this track was a little bit on the conservative side in terms of the structure, but as usual, how she manipulates her vocals elevates the track to an entirely different tier. I love the part where she manipulates her vocals when she says sound effects. It's the part where she says bam, crack, wham. She distorts the sound of the words and stretches them out. She also manipulates the sounds to end more quickly. Basically, she manipulates her voice to mimic explosions when she's saying the onomatopoeia. It's pure genius. And before you say, oh, that sounds like 
the best part of the song. You don't know nothing yet. The song just comes together in this climax towards the end. This is where all the sounds of the song start to come in that have been introduced earlier, such as those little chimes and that bass line and that synthesizer at the beginning. Well, they're all together. She then introduces two members to our little Motley ensemble. There's these skittering little beats and these wavy dance pulses that make their voices heard in this chaos. The instrumental swell. She changes her approach to her vocals and goes full alternative rock by distorting them and changing her inflection. As a longtime listener, I immediately recalled she did something similar in a previous song called Title. Rather than doing something to recall an old song, she is using a technique that she has learned over the years. Ultimately, the climax is she jeers the orange guy by saying that somebody get this guy a doctor. <laughs> when I listen to that, oh, he needs a doctor, all right, in more ways than one. It's great. There's this duality. She coos passive aggressively throughout the song. And then during this climax, she goes full of Gretzko. This is truly a masterclass at a fluid sonic shift. She was able to make this climax work because she gradually added the sounds as the song went on. But when the song finally erupts in this climax, it's just so satisfying. All the darkness is laid bare with this dizzying sonic assault. We voted that loser out of the office. And it's really great that Imogen Heap released a song in honor of kicking him out. All the anger that we felt and feel towards his presidency is within this track. This is a great epitaph for his presidency as a whole. You can stream this song on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, and Tidal. You can also directly buy and download it on iTunes, Amazon Music, and Bandcamp. Also, please contact me on my Twitter and Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at ShelterSongs, and for Facebook, at Shelter in Songs. All in all, this song proves that Imogen Heap hasn't lost her touch. And to quote some of the lyrics in which she asks, why aren't we hunting for the kill? The hunt is over. Thank you for listening. Did you think the hunt was over? It's just beginning. Your next turtle man.